Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Nerd on the Podcast uh, update show. All the time. Nerd on Update, the weekly show where we tell you about all the nerdy news that we love and all uh, answer the questions that you provide, uh, especially if you're in our Discord. And uh, we'll tell you more about how we can uh, answer more of your questions uh, directly. Uh, that being said, uh, we don't introduce the host, right, Corey? That's right, Tom. Uh, so I'll go first with the news, sure. Um, because uh, you know it's just us two today, and uh, we Take can it we easy, can sp- breezy, beautiful Tom and Corn cover girl. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, the first bit of news, uh, something that happened as of Friday, uh, last week Friday, as as this recording, um, hashtag freed Britney. Um, before we had talked about it on this show of hashtag free Britney, and it's been this long. Interesting developing story uh, ever since uh, a documentary had come out and kind of like the it it swept the nation by storm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know several people who have been kind of longtime followers of of uncovering what's going on with Britney's conservatorship. Um, And as of Friday, um, the uh, the judge uh, who is overseeing the case has uh, canceled, has has ended, terminated uh, Britney's conservatorship of the person and of finances. And uh, the now uh, appointed lawyer, uh, Britney's own lawyer, um, will be looking to um, investigate how much uh, Jamie Spears uh, and uh, that that group of people uh, have have how much money they've taken in, in that. So it's pretty interesting to see. Again, it's going to be a kind of a long, arduous, uh, legal developing story. But I think it was just kind of an exciting, exciting moment. Uh, honestly, Absolutely. Uh, it was one of, yeah, honestly, it, it, this has been like another one of those moments of like 2021 has provided some of the most. I can't believe we live in this world uh, stories. Yeah. Of, um, you know, there's the January 6th uh, uh, attack on the Capitol. There was GameStop, GameStonks. Uh, one highlight for me was the Snyder Cut exists and people got to see it. Oh my God, this also, is all this year. Yeah. And this feels uh, like 10 years worth of stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> and, it, but it's also a lot of stuff that's like, I can't believe this happened. You know, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, things started opening up again. And uh, now like the true American like princess story being like ca- held captive by like uh, the, you know, the, the, the parents and all that stuff is, is, is free. And I was like, that's like what the Hans Hansel and Gretel and Hans Christian Anderson uh, uh, stories always talked about. So it, it was just wild to see. Um, but yeah, um, the final dispute, the financial disputes are expected to be uh, addressed at a court hearing scheduled for night, uh, January 19th and TriStar Sports Entertainment Group, the firm that's ran by Louise M. Taylor, uh, provide that entertainers and athletes accounting financial services resigned last fall. So they were the uh, uh, conservatorship of the financial financial side. So that's pretty much like right now over the person, uh, the conservatorship for Brittany has now been ended, which is a really big success. But now we're having to see where the finances lie and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I'll do that first part of my news. And then I'll let you do one, Corey. Then I'll go back to my small, just the same as you, Corey. Sure. So go ahead next. Uh, well, my first, I'll choose one then. Uh, my first one is quick. Uh, and it is that Patty Jenkins and Ryan Johnson's uh, Star Wars films have been shelved indefinitely. 
this one stung a little bit, mostly because I am a fan of both those directors. And I know specifically Ryan Johnson was looking to do the uh, Old Republic trilogy, uh, as well as Patty Jenkins going, was going to be the first female director for the Star Wars uh, franchise, uh, as far as the films go. Um, so both of those are kind of a hit to the, the the gut as far as like someone who is a Star Wars fan and knows that like even Solo for me was pretty fun. Uh, and I was looking to, you know, I, I have missed the uh, filmscape of of Star Wars quite a bit. And we've gotten some wonderful TV shows, obviously, with, with The Mandalorian doing it. I'm, I'm obviously very excited about Book of Boba Fett. Uh, but I miss uh, going back to see Star Wars as an event film. Um, and I was looking forward to exploring. Uh, Patty Jenkins' film was going to be Rogue Squadron, which is which is very exciting. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the Rogue Squadron games growing up, so I was wondering if there's going to be any play on that. But also, obviously, if you listen to our channel at all, you've heard me say Knights of the Old Republic coming mm-hmm. at you live. Uh, and so, especially coming from Ryan Johnson, it just it it stings, and it, I'm a little bummed about it. Um, they it, apparently they were both shelved over creative differences. Um, no other information has been given, uh, besides that. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, a little, little bummer for Star Wars fans. Um, they're not saying they're canceled. They're just saying they're shelved indefinitely, uh, which, you know, it, we all know means canceled. <laughs> uh, so, uh, bummer. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. So that's my first yes. piece of news. And my second piece, uh, which was my original news, the Britney Spears one was Josh's uh, early reviews for the Cowboy Bebop uh, anime adaptation for Netflix has started dropping. Okay. Um, And the overall consensus is that there are a lot of good faithful portions to the show, but Mm -hmm. a lot of the original stuff that they kind of included are the weakest parts of the show. And there are some senses where it kind of loses... Um, it's serious tone. It kind of it kind of becomes a little bit more of like a caricature, which to me is kind of on par for any type of live action adaptation from Netflix. Um, it's it's not like a it's good or a bad. It's much more of like a swing and a miss. It's much more of like a well, they're they're you know you're, people want people's public court of expectations is like I want it to hit this way, and then they don't, and then um, it's taken as a miss um, opportunity at least. And I feel like uh, there's so much more anticipation around this show. Again, it's a beloved show to a many, right. many people. It's some people's first anime show. I believe it's Josh's first anime show. Um, and it's, you know, one of those highly lauded, critically appraised, critically praised shows um, that like have 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, X, Y, and Z, whatever that means to you. Um, right, right, right. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still excited for um, the show to release just to see... John Cho in a leading role that's, uh, you know, he gets to be one of the coolest guys in fictional storytelling, right? Yeah, um, and we're big John Cho fans here at NerdOn, so. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I if I could recommend somewhere uh, to check out, What's Up Fandom is a show that we have uh, collaborate, collaborated with multiple times. Uh, they have a, uh, a early review of it, and so they have a portion where it's like, no spoilers, then spoilers. Uh, Josh and Jason are, are amazing co are amazing hosts, and uh, yeah, they don't pull back punches, and they got early access to watch the show, and uh, I would definitely check that out. Um, yeah, hashtag starring John Cho. I see in the chat. Yeah, uh, and I I think his name is William Yu. 
who uh, started that trend long time uh, a long time ago, and now we get to actually say starring John Cho, yeah, which is pretty exciting. It is, um, but that's 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 the rest of my news. Corey, take it away. X Men of the Old Republic coming at no uh, <laughs> at uh, the Disney Plus uh, event. Uh, there was a lot of things announced, but the only one that really mattered to me, Tom, was X Men '97. This is a a reboot uh, of the original '90s uh, cartoon. Uh, again, not much information besides the fact that it will explore new stories within the same timeline uh, as the original '90s cartoon. The cartoon with one of Arguably one of the most catchy intros uh, I've ever heard. And I'll sing it out loud sometimes and people who don't even know what it is will sing it back. And I go, do you know what that is? And they go, I don't don't know. I just know it. So uh, very pumped for this. It's something very near and dear to my heart. Obviously, it was one of my first entryways uh, personally into X-Men besides some of the comics that my dad had given me growing up. Um, I was a huge fan of Morph. I remember being just heartbroken. Uh, about more from the first season there. All of the original series is available to watch on Disney Plus to get in preparation, but it's coming uh, 2023. I also loved the tweet that they put out for this, which was the Wolverine meme. Meme. Yeah. He was holding the the picture and it was just the X-Men uh, title and he said, see you in 2023. Uh, so looking forward to that for sure. It was a little pick me up after the Star Wars news. So uh, yeah, X-Men coming to Disney Plus, I, all new. Yeah, I think that's really exciting. I think... Uh, that's something like a lot of people have been wanting that X-Men in their life from Disney and what better way to, to you know, reinvigorate the the animated series. So I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we can move on to the last part of the show, second part of the show, next part of the show, whatever you may have you, um, which is our questions portions. And uh, if you would like uh, your question to be uh, said and asked on the show, then you can send it over uh, through our Discord, that's right. slash Discord, which is open to the general public. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can ask it through uh, one of the channels called the Nerd On Update. Um, it is going to be put into a bucket, um, but people who would like to get a, f- uh, a Nerd On Nudge can yeah. join our Patreon. That's right. And uh, for a quarter, uh, for four quarters, so a dollar, uh, you get put into uh, our secret special channels. And then you can ask questions and you could uh, be put in front of the line. Um, but other ways outside of Discord and Patreon, you could send it over to questions at nerdon.tv. Yeah, but I believe you can also just go to nerdon.tv backslash questions uh, and it'll show That's you everything one. you need to know <laughs> on how to ask questions. Josh, we miss you. Uh, <laughs> so I, I got the first set of questions here. Yeah. Um, Hit me with it. So the first question is asked by Jeremy M. Shout out. If you... If you were to contribute an article to Wikipedia, what would it be about? Like if I were to write an article about something on Wikipedia, something. what, what yeah. would it be? Uh, that's a good question. Would I have to be well-versed in it, I suppose? Yeah. Um, what do you feel like you're well-versed in? What do I feel like I'm well-versed in? Uh, not much, <laughs> to be honest. Not enough to be the guy who people go to. Um I don't know. Would you like to tell, uh, can you tell me more about the Valor? No, I can't. I mean, obviously <laughs> I can, but I'm not the guy. Have you seen the TikTok dude who's like all about Star Wars No, knowledge? I have not. Oh, man. He is uh, in-depth as hell. Uh, he rivals only Stephen Colbert, I think, you know. Oh. Uh, so I, I'm not the guy on that. But, uh, you know, Dave maybe Filoni. the movies. Maybe I could write some Wikipedia articles on on injuries 
uh, during uh, Lord of the Rings and uh, the making of stuff. That okay. might be that might be close enough. Um, I like that. Or Halo. I could do Halo. Okay. Oh, Halo. Okay. Um, for me, if I were to contribute an article to Wikipedia, honestly, what I feel the most comfortable actually uh, contributing to, and this is like so, I'm I'm a little embarrassed because I'm just like, man, I have become this person. Yu-Gi-Oh. No. Oh. God, no. Uh, it would be. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Ah, uh, yeah. It would be like the like you know you could. There's always like the background portion. It's like oh, I could talk, you know, a lot about like the timeline and what happened in you know 2016, and then in during the production, and then who were the executives and the major players and all that stuff, and what were the producers doing, and what were the controversies and all this stuff. But like, I can talk all about that, like how that was such a crazy, crazy thing, and then it just got willed into wild ass journey. Like, that was yeah, and then also like start to finish, you know who who started the hashtag release of Snyder Cut, and it was on November seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. And oh, you got receipts, like, like I seen <laughs> like the I was like I was like oh my goodness, uh, and then like who created the website, and then like what really gave it steam and and forward momentum, like was it you know the banner in in Times Square and stuff like that, and like people started like rallying behind the hashtag and. It was wild. It's just wild. So uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I feel very comfortable doing like talking about the Snyder Cut on Wikipedia if I had to contribute an article. I want to touch on this question that was just put in the the chat as a bonus piece of news. Okay, which is the question uh, from Mamba here? It says, "Which eighties to nineties cartoon or anime would you like to revamp in today's era?" The answer is Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay, next question. Now, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, Tom, but was there not some news that dropped? There's a live action Yu Yu Hakusho coming. Very soon, I, uh, in the next there, couple of years, there, there was an announcement that they're they are planning on producing it because One Piece is being produced. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenshin's already been done. Dragon Ball Z has already been done. Yu Hakusho is like the next in line for the shonen genre. Yeah, um, and I think Netflix is for sure. They have the rights and they will be doing it. And I think I I retweeted it and I said like they coming for all our money. Yep. They come, they're coming for all the anime. Money. I'm here for that, man. The live action. So, Mama, to answer your question, it is the right answer and it's happening. It is. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry. Back to the no, back to our regular scheduled programming. Next question in the bucket. Uh, this one comes from Dugler, and I think uh, this is. Uh, I don't know if we've actually asked this before. Okay. Or we might have asked it last week. Is yeah, we asked this last week. You know what? I'm going to skip this one, and I'm going to do the next Dugler question. Has there ever been any game you played that scared you so much that you had to stop playing? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I when it comes to movies and and games and stuff, there is a part of me that is is still I mean, I've talked about it on the on the episode before I have a tough time crying uh during movies and stuff like that. Uh but then like also the other day I was having a tough day, like just full transparency. Was you know, going through some 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 rough stuff and uh I just broke down crying thinking about how much I like season one of Scrubs. Not anything that happens in the series itself, but just how much it means to me. Uh, so no, nothing has scared me. No game has scared me to the point where I, I had to stop playing it. Um, I also have a habit of like looking up on Reddit. Sometimes I'll read science articles to go to sleep, but I'll also look up like creepypasta to go to sleep. <laughs> I don't know. So a game that scared me <laughs> so much. Um, I feel like 
this was so let, let me let me let you all know how much uh we've been wanting to like just make some cool stuff for an audience to be entertained by our tomfoolery um <laughs> and there was a uh, there was a experiment a project that Corey and I started it was called 30 rack gaming that's right and we were in, in the point of it yes and the point of it we had a friend RJ shout out and we would uh we would get inebriated in however fashion we'd like um and then try to play some video games and there was one game that like got oh, yeah. me so much yeah. that I was like, it, it's a, it, to me, it's just a hard game regardless. And the fact that things are screaming at you, it was the game Outlast. Yeah. And since then, so there have been horror games I've played like Five Night at Freddy's and, and Alien Isolation. I played Slenderman. I've played, you know, all these other games. I usually typically finish them, I'm able to beat them. But I, Alien Isolation was just so hard and I didn't know what to do. And I would just get frustrated because I kept dying and that I didn't play that. But Outlast was actually to me a little too, was like too scary for me a little bit. Like there's a moment very early in where you're having to go into specific rooms in this basement and there's someone coming after you. And so you have to go into these different rooms and then hide under a bed uh, while you like in between doing stuff. So that like got me so much. And I, 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 that, that one, that, that one, that one made me scared. That was your one. I remember that too. Yeah, I remember you being I, like, "I can't do it anymore." <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's a lot. It's 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 just you know, it, it, it's it's an attack of all your senses. Yeah, um, but but also, I mean, I, I that totally, video is still out there somewhere. Probably, I would totally try it again. I would give it the college go and try it again. Yeah, but you no have way. to do the VR. No, give me a chance. Give me. We did surround chance. sound headphones for you. When you no, give it. me a chance. Give okay. me a chance. Let me just play it on right, normal. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then be like, okay, cool. Now I can do it. Like, okay. I, I don't want to get paralyzed. I, I want to beat the game. Um, last Itch. question. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. Last question? So that, last question for the pre, pre-select. Oh, oh, yeah. I was like, whoa. Wait, we, still, we still got like at least another 15 minutes on the show. Yeah. Uh, for, this question is going to be from T-Dog8282. And this question is, would you rather only be able to talk in haikus... Or have to burp at the end of every sentence. Um, only haikus. Yes, absolutely. Because I, that's I, like mysterious a little bit. People are like, "Oh, damn, is um, that a haiku." There, <laughs> there is a uh, a character in DC Comics named Etrigan the the Demon, and uh, depending who writes him, typically he is portrayed um, where he could only speak in rhymes. Um, and so his whole phrase of when he transforms is gone, gone, the form of man, rise the demon Etrigan. Um, and uh, I, one time, Corey, I think, no, it was with our uh, with our sister show, The Capes Crusaders, mm-hmm. uh, was doing a D&D one-off campaign, and we were all based off of uh, superheroes. And so I made a uh, tiefling based off of Etrigan, and I was just like, I don't. I can't do the rhymes. This is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it's so hard to do everything. And signed in, up in for rhyme. it, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder haikus five seven five, right? Yeah, five seven five. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be. I think that's the answer for sure. Yeah, always end it with refrigerator. You're fine. <laughs> haikus can be fun, but sometimes they don't make sense. Refrigerator, refrigerator. Um, with that, that's all our pre-selected questions. All right. Now we can answer questions from the chat. 
uh, questions that we've gotten from weeks before. Yeah. And we still got a lot, and I'm, I'm very glad that we consistently get some more. Uh, so the first one, um, is, which is kind of like a suggestion question, mm-hmm. uh, from Ethan Who. It's a question. Uh, nerd on hot take debate show when? Hot take debate show? Man, we have so many segment ideas. What, like <laughs> It depends on what this hot take debate show uh, involves, I think. Uh, so like, what, it, what does that look like for you, Tom? I mean, I feel like uh, the hot Hot take would take. be like nobody has Ant Man and the Wasp as their favorite movie. <laughs> that's I don't think that's a hot take. I'm telling you right now, no, there not is not one. There's not one person that would love that movie more than any other of the MCU movies. Impossible. Okay. Impossible. Um, but one of my hot takes would probably be like one like, um, uh, hot take is, uh. You know, Joss Whedon is a human being that needs to learn how to be a better human being. Um, as of this moment, I don't like them, but they also help write one of the greatest stories ever told, which is Toy Story. Okay. So, you know, that's- uh, yeah, the, the tough part with the debate is that I feel like we agree on a lot of things. Because <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. Unless someone <laughs> has to take the, you know, someone has to take the opposing side. Um, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say another hot take that I've had, but again, is, is hot takes meant to be that when you're around other people that they don't agree, or is it you're just saying things that are typically like the minority thought? Uh, both, I think. I think you know, I had that 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 at the beginning of the pandemic when I was really bored and I was making those change my mind uh, memes a lot, where I was like, you know, uh, uh, Han Solo is better is the best new Star Wars film uh, made. Change my mind. Um, Stuff like that. That's, like that would that's, be the hot that's take. kind of a hot take. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's kind of a hot take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or like, um, yes, yeah, so I think that would be that would be more in line with with what those are. Uh, it, it'd be tough uh, because I feel like debate debating wouldn't really happen as much as as we would think. I feel like someone would say something and I'd go like, "Oh, that's I like that. That's interesting." Uh, but we, we could do it. I feel like yeah, I would definitely say like you know one. Of, I think one of my recent hot takes has been. Uh, the only true terrible flaw of the Eternals is that it exists inside the MCU. There you go. That's a hot take. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, we've, yeah, we have segments for the shows. Like, there's a show I've wanted to do for about a year and a half now and bring in uh, a Steve's mm. uh, from the Capeless Crusaders and it would be basically we would get an assignment at the beginning of the week. We would t- take a movie from uh, different decade and recast it either today or vice versa. You know, uh, oh. take a movie from today and recast uh. it in a different era. What were you thinking? No, no, no. I was. I, I remember you were doing. You were thinking about doing one with the Steve's about like wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, like, that's another I, one. I, for, I forgot about this. It's going to be called like, World oh. Wrestling Education, and it was going to be yeah. me learning about the different uh, important things in wrestling. But the, the fan casting one is the one I w- I would want to lead with because I think it's interesting. It's quick. Uh, and just be like, cool, you know, you have to cast the X-Men today, go. Uh, and we each come to the table with 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 what we would want to see. And then, you know, eventually, at the end of this episode, I think it could be cool for us to, like, land on, like, yeah, we like this, we like this, and have a cast that's a, com- a conglomerate of everybody's uh, lists. So, anyway. Yeah. Same thing, like, we could do with, like, the weapon. Yeah. Yeah, or or other you know kind of time tested. Like I also just re- got the alpha instructions for the Lord of the Rings tabletop RPG, and I 
want to do that very badly. <laughs> um, so next question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, next question from Bad Reprint, a.k.a. Mr. Bradley P. Um, what's a food illegal in the U.S. that you'd love to try, inspired by uh, uh, Mischief releasing three chips with horse meat, fugu, and maggot cheese flavors? Interesting. I don't know what's illegal in the U.S. that I would oh, want to yeah, try. You're, you're right. Let me see. Can we, I get mean, a, can we get like a list? Illegal food list that is edible? <laughs> I just want to make sure it's like a bike. It's like, no. Fucking. <laughs> um, okay. Lead so, paint. Oh, what the? Kinder. Kinder surprise eggs. Oh, because they had toys in the middle. Yeah, those are Choking illegal hazard. now. Uh, horse meat. Um... Shark fin, no uh, puffer fish, haggis. Oh, um, haggis. Anky ink, fruit. Oh, I'm sorry, not anky. Here's the thing. Ha- fruit. Haggis is. Uh, there's a hot take. I didn't. A lot of people hate it. I thought it was pretty good. I think I would enjoy it. What is this? Haggis is a savory pudding that consists of a mixture of sheep's and heart, inside, lung, and its and inside liver. intestines. I think I would Casing. eat. I would eat all of it. I would. I it's, would not. It's not, worth. Not, it not, was not. worth trying. Oh, I would. I would totally go for that. Um, beluga caviar, sassafras oil, kasu marzu, absinthe, uh, ortolan, which is a bird. I'll say this uh-huh. about haggis: the flavors are strong. So if you're not a fan of the flavors, uh, like I wouldn't seek it out. Oh, but apparently foie gras is going to be banned in California. Oh no! It has banned. It has fully banned foie gras. Are you okay, Tom? No, I'm upset. I want that. And uh, Chilean sea bass is illegal. Sea turtles. I wouldn't eat a sea turtle or a bird or a conch. No, this is uh, tough because I'm I'm not like moving away from meat a bit, like as much as I can. Not totally. Like every once in a while, I just gotta have a good burger or something like that. But like, I'm all about that soy re- like soy chorizo. In I'm done. It's been switched in my life forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, so all of these, you know, those are all animals I don't really want to eat, which is, which is kind of messed up that I'm like, oh yeah, but I'll eat a cow. Uh, but like a sea turtle and a horse, like, uh, I don't know. There's, I still haven't, I can't. I'm going to quickly answer this question from the, uh, the chat, um, because it was asked, uh, what is foie gras? And since I'm on the, uh, the website, I'm just going to answer it. Uh, foie gras may be a celebrated delicacy of French cuisine, but the way it's made is unethical. Um, it is a fatty liver that comes from either ducks or geese. The liver is fattened by force-feeding the animal with grain and fat until the liver swells. As one can imagine, this is so uncomfortable for the birds that they begin to tear out their feathers or even injure one of the others in distress. So in the uh, I, I, I fully respect a lot of people who go vegan and vegetarian out of the, uh, the, the what's that called? The... Empathy, the empathy, the, the the that that portion. The people who do it out of the health, goodness I'm of like, their heart. Oh, out of their out of health. I see. Yeah, the people who do it out of health. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. People who do it because of the the principle and the philosophy. I'm like, I 100 on all am on board. Yeah, I just love meat, and if I could find good ways to get good meat, then I will do that. I will always try to find that. I'm never going to go out of my way when there's like a burger joint or anything. It's like, dude, that's getting a burger. But like, if I can make a choice at like a restaurant or in my groceries, I do try to find better options. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, foie gras is supposed to be like nature butter, like meat butter. That's how it's supposed to taste. Um, but for my answer, I'm probably going to go with absinthe. 
Um, Good answer. I feel like, yeah, I, I, I think uh, I want to... Uh, I'm going to jump on board your answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The re- and the reason why it's illegal, um, as long as the alcoholic beverage contains less than 100 parts per million of Fujone, I think Fujone, T-H-U-J-O-N-E, like Fujone, uh, the toxic chemical found in wormwood her- herbs mm-hmm. uh, that's used to make alcohol. Uh, it's why people hallucinate the when they drink it. Which is an hallucinogen. So to me, having an hallucination drink, I'm like, I'd be down, but I wouldn't want to go crazy with that. Um, I see in the chat, Tom, find a halal market. I think there's one in Lancashire. Ooh, geez. Um, but, uh... Hey, someone just rang my doorbell. Hey, hey. That's what you wanted, right? I got a ring doorbell. Guys. Um, Very excited. To an- and to answer a little bit from the chat, I actually did have an absinthe drink uh, this past weekend, actually. Um at a local bar um, that they added it in. And uh, it wasn't, it, and that's the thing where like the absinthe is still legal, but it has to be not, it's like four locos or with Everclear. There's just different makes of them now that make them more uh, public safety, public health uh, safe. So uh, yeah. Uh, next question I will ask um, if that's cool with you, Corey. Yeah, please. Um, from 1992, Johnny Horror. Question. If you had a chance to live in any Nintendo world, where would you live? This is a great question. If I had the chance to live in any Nintendo world, where would I live? That Not in Smash question. Bros. <laughs> oh, no. No. Uh, oh, oh. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the right that's answer. So that's the right answer. <laughs> it's Pokemon. I know you're probably thinking of like Breath of the Wild or something like that. But it's Pokemon. Pokemon is the right one. Yeah. I, I, I want to have for some variety just so that it's not like, sure. oh, Pokemon easy. Um, let's, do a, let's do a second runner up just so okay. because Pokemon <laughs> is the right answer. And everyone's going to be, there's legit zero danger in Pokemon. And you get um, to be the very best. Yes. Uh, and have animal friends that get to know you. Yeah. Um, I, I almost wanted to say Star Fox. Um, Respect. But, like, I'm afraid because Andros, like, rests control of the universe, right? So it's, like, pretty much like Star Wars. I'm like, I don't know. You're always in world turmoil. But it's, like, we're in space in the future. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, fighter ships and stuff like that. It's like, but also there's giant robots with pinchy hands. I'm like, I don't know yeah. about that. Uh, uh, do you have a runner-up? Paper Mario. Paper Mario. I just think it'd be fun. <sighs> like the original Paper Mario. None of this new stuff. Like the, the OG one on the 64. Mm-hmm. I mean... This is kind of a cop-out answer. Animal Crossing. There you go. That's you a know, good one. You, That's you nice. You just make your stuff and you have some... Just live some, in debt. Some, some, <laughs> yeah. Just living in this world except all my all my neighbors are animals. Yeah. Um, next question? Yeah, please. Next question. This one comes from Zell Namor. Shout out. Question. What is your favorite theme park memory y'all have? Ooh. Oof. Oof. That is a good question. Favorite, favorite theme park memory oh, y'all man. have. Um, uh, this is this is maybe is my favorite, but it it was like when I was younger, my grandpa had a stroke, and it was sad because he was a magician and he could no longer do magic and all that kind of stuff, and you know it was hard for the whole family. But like a year in, year and a half after, like when he was really you know a year and a half after him being released from the hospital and, and living life and. Um, we went to Disneyland and I'll 
tell you what, he was so goddamn stoked to get us to the front of every single line. Mm. Like it like lit him up that he could do this for us because we'd get off a ride and he just turned to us and goes, where do you want to go next? And it was just like this, you know, it was the first time we didn't feel like sad, you know, about it. We were all laughing about it. And since then we've, we have a very twisted sense of humor about everything. Uh, there's a story about my wedding that I heard where when um, Dana walked down the aisle, everyone mm. kind of stood up and, you know, and uh, my dad makes a joke to my grandpa who can't. He goes, dad, stand up. And he, without <laughs> hesitation, my grandpa goes, am I not? And uh, that's my, <laughs> that's our sense of humor about it. But this was like the first time I was like 12 where I recognized where he was just like, let's utilize this and get to the front of every line you want. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a good good memory because it taught me to laugh at shit because it is what it is and roll with it, you know? Um, at a theme park. Um, uh, I've recently gone to Universal's more often than I thought I'd actually ever go living in LA. But th- th- this is a little bit uh, personal, actually, I guess this almost would be like a if I if I were to do one of my Patreon vlogs, uh, Tom talk, whatever. Um, this During would be the that I would, today. four quarters, baby. Um, I would share this kind of thing, but uh, I'll share it now. Um, and uh, everyone, I'm being vulnerable, so uh, don't 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 tease me. <laughs> um, but what I what I'm gonna say is, uh, I always I'm a, I'm a stupid I'm I'm a cruel cruel evil man. But I'm a stupid, hopeless romantic. Um, yeah. And I always kind of like imagined this kind of like wonderful day at Disneyland with, and I will always say this, with this unfortunate lady uh, <laughs> because she's going to have to deal with my my BS. Um, and um, I have, I've had a few times where they were like really wonderful, magical moments. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, I think on, in all honesty, and this is, again, I'm not going to name names and Corey knows these people. Um, I one time went to uh, Disneyland one time with someone and it was, you know, uh, 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 a a very interesting relationship. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I caught that. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And um, it was like, she had invited me because one of her friends was in town. And it was this weird, like, moment of, like, I don't know if she likes me or not, but I am going to go for it. And then uh, we're going to go, like, and that was the thing between me and this girl. Like, we always kind of found ourselves, um, like, doing our own thing whenever we're in a group environment. It wasn't because we were, like, malicious or we didn't like something, but it's, like, everyone's like, oh, let's go eat here. And then I was like, you know, I'm kind of feeling like a pasta. I can go run over there and go get it back. And she would always be there with me. Same thing with, like, a turkey leg or whatever, going on a ride. And it would be at, at good points where we're we're okay. We're not breaking from the group because we always want to make sure we were in the group. Um, but then this was one of those moments where, like, these two people who are her friends want to go on this ride and it was a two rider. So we're just like, ah, I don't know. We'll go on this other ride. And then we went on this other ride and we got off. And then, uh, that was like the first time we kissed. And it was kind of like this really magical Disney moment feeling. Um, and I, I, and that's a thing where like, you know, you, when you grow up, uh, you kind of don't just disavow, uh, good memories because they have negative outcomes at the end of it. But right. it's like, yeah, oh, that was a really good moment that I had, like, I of course have memories of theme parks with my families, but like, that was like the first one I was like, I'm an adult. I live in LA by myself. You know, I'm, I live on my own. Da, da, da. I have roommates, but it's like, I'm on my own. I'm doing my thing. And I'm at, at this place. I'm taking a leap of faith. And it gets 
rewarded with like uh, reciprocated affection. So it was like a interesting, crazy thing. Um, my always the dream would always been like going to the going to Disneyland on Christmas with Night Before Christmas stuff, and then yeah. seeing the Fantastic Show, having this like you know cutesy right, dumb right, thing. right. But yeah, that that was that was as close as I can get to that. That's good. I um, like good storytelling time. You should direct some movies or something. Uh, days, we know. got time for one or two more, I think. Right. Okay, let's do two yeah, more. I mean, right now we're at forty. Let's do two more. Okay. Um, let's do. All right. So next question is going to be from Thomas Larrio. Do you think there's going to be a what if two? Guess what? There is. <laughs> yep. There it is. Uh, that's that. There it is. That's real, real, real short question. Uh, next question. This is from. I mean, these are all really quick questions. PVME asks. Yeah. Uh, will steel production be up? Probably. What? Steel production. <laughs> like the production and manufacturing of steel. I believe so. Oh. Um. Yes. <laughs> um. And I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go to the next. Two questions because those are really quick questions, uh, and this one they this mean actually, the production of comic books based on the Superman character Steel is that going to be up? Uh, I, yes, I, I, maybe. I, I would I love that. that. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, the uh, next question, which is I'm going to give Corey the red carpet to kind of promote and talk about, discuss. Uh, Black Diablo Mamba asked, "Will there be a Halo Infinity stream?" Ah, yes, this Wednesday. So if you're listening to this on the day this comes out, uh, that'll be tomorrow, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Uh, no, sorry, excuse me, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, it'll probably be me, Tasty D Money, uh, Preempy, uh, you know, the, the, the usual ragtag group of misfits playing some games, making terrible jokes uh, that only make us laugh. So, you know, uh, if you caught our last uh, Left 4 Dead stream, uh, where I spent the entire game shutting the door on them every time they got to the safe room, you'll know what I mean. Yeah, I'm excited to to see it. Uh, I know Halo is a very close uh, franchise to your heart. It's pretty much what makes Microsoft continue living as a gaming uh, Yes, uh, I will be honest, franchise. I almost didn't. Yeah. Um, because I am very torn about the fact that the co-op is being delayed and put aside uh, to make sure the PvP is there. And like, I, from a business standpoint, I guess I, I mean I do understand it, but at the same time, I'm like, just wait and put the whole game out because that's I I am not someone who enjoys going into PvP before I've played the campaign. Is um, there's no cost to the game, right? No, it's free. It's free, fifty Which- free. And the campaign will cost money? I don't think so. I think the whole game's free. Or it's at I'm least going to be on Game Pass. I'll say that. It is going to be on what, Game Pass. At least for me, until we get more facts about it, free multiplayer game like Splitgate, you're going to get a lot of mileage out of it just to have. And also you have a giant franchise. Splitgate's a no franchise. It's no right. name, no IP. Or Halo, I think that's a really bold move, especially when you're fighting against Fortnite, Apex, PUBG, that are free games. For sure. Um, and they do free updates. Unlike, you know, I hate to knock them, but like Destiny or or Fr- Battlefront or okay, or, we're or, safe or Battlefield. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like it's just like you can't compete with sixty dollar games or or free games if you're not providing the amount of value in a sixty dollar game. There are yeah. indie games that are better developed than sixty dollar games, and there's free games that are mega giants because they have MTX for sure. But um, Halo Infinite going into 
uh, free online play, I think is a is a kind of a really smart yeah. move in terms of just the understanding the gamer landscape. Um, if you need a fourth to have a, a party, I might be able to play on place uh, on, on PC because um, I am pretty good at that uh, pew pew multiplayer. All right, um, but I will I will not take your campaign away from the the three. Dunders. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just you know, I, I, I that's why I, I ultimately was like, yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna stream it because uh, they're doing what they can. I'm just butthurt that I don't get to play through. I've been waiting for this game for years, and to know that when it comes out, I gotta wait three months in order to play it with my friends on Legendary is just like, ah, oh, damn, it stings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it though. I think we answered three questions, two real quick, and then yeah. one we kind of had a meal about. So. Uh, thank you all for stopping by at the live stream. If you're listening to this later on, uh, wherever podcasts are heard, please stop by and rate and review. It really does help us out. Uh, it's the bread and butter. It's what everyone likes to see, and it'll help us grow uh, and help Tom grow, definitely. Uh, if you have any questions about what we do here or who we are, just head on to nerdon.tv. If you want to join the Nerdon Nation, it's nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. You get access to the fun uh, super secret Discord. Uh, there you get early access to episodes, bonus episodes. Uh, and like Tom said, you get your questions bumped to the top for the Nerdon update. Um, if all else fails, check out the Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There's a lot of fun conversations going down there. And you can ask, hey, who are these guys? Uh, so yeah, I think that about covers it. Check out Manscaped, Tom. You want to let them know about Manscaped? Yeah, uh, you get 20% off of every order uh, on Manscaped.com with using the promo code uh, NERDON, and you also get free worldwide shipping. So please use that uh, all, 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 all the time for all your needs, uh, for all the new products like the Lawnmower 4.0 or the Weed Whacker. Um, very good usage, not just for men, good for everyone that you may know that grows hair and wants to keep it trimmed. Yep. Well, uh, I think that about does it. Yes. Uh, uh, for the update. Yes. You all know the drill. <laughs> As always, nerd, nerd on. on.